got so many chains, they call us Chaining Tatum. It's the oh. Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Muse, how you doing this week? And here I thought it was going to be from this album. I'm doing fine. Uh, <laughs> Jesus no, Christ, see, Drake. Okay, we're reviewing fucking More Life by Drake. Now, I, I, I'll give him this. This album had none of that. There were no, like, truly horrible lines. It's true. Like that. Yeah. Um, but for, first I wanted to get into uh, a, little, a little bit of the music news that's been going on. H- have you heard Gorilla's new single? I'm, I'm unsure as to what I enjoyed more. If I enjoyed the song itself more or the video more. Because um, <laughs> what I think, I think it's unfortunate that it seems like it's only the Gorillas doing stuff like this. Yeah. That, like, we wait so long for innovative, like, a combination of different art styles where it's, oh, we got interactive, cool, artsy music videos and cool music. It's it's unfortunate that they need to just, or whatever, carry the load, uh, so to speak. So when there is a new single... It's like, wow, I, I, I almost got to, like, watch the video with the sound off, and then I just got to listen to the <laughs> song with the fucking video with, like, a different tab open just so I can differentiate. Partially because, I, I mean, you know, I, I just love, like, Jamaican rappers and stuff like that, so it's just like, yes, they're going back to this, this is awesome, <laughs> and fucking PopCon, dude, I love this guy. <laughs> All my life. Me happy guns, so me happy moves up like me knife all my life. That shit was, that shit was fuego. Fuego, son. They just be stepping up the, the guest rap versus representation in the music video every time. Because the first time it was the blue ghost. Second time it was the evil guys on the screen. Now it's a fucking, like, multi-armed snake. <laughs> what I love is, like... At the end of his verse, it's just like, all right, you know, he's talking all this stuff, and then he's like, on me life, uh, me dream for own house, land, cars, and bikes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh, I just was like, okay, I know you want to own a house, but the, there's like a little pause there, and he's like, land, cars, and bikes. <laughs> like, like, bikes? Like, is that is that hard to come by? <laughs> Maybe. You don't know. Tough streets in Jamaica, man. You can't even get a fucking bike there, man. Yeah, I just love at three oh like eight, just the fucking pizza face. <laughs> oh yeah, I was torn on on some of the effects. I was like, some of this looks a little dated, but I don't mind. <laughs> but that that's their aesthetic. It's just like very busy, very just everything is dilapidated and strange. I feel like this isn't the first time we've seen that one dude's dick either. Oh, no, we see Murdoch's dick all the time. Okay, I was, I was thinking, I was like, this feels familiar. <laughs> it's just a thing. He's all about waving his dick around. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's the motif for the gorillas. Uh, <laughs> it, isn't a, it isn't a new gorillas single, if you don't see Murdoch's pixelated dick. <laughs> no, but it was funny, it's like, I, I can only imagine the guy, you know, who did the voice, you know, Popcorn. Just, like, watching the music video, seeing the cool, like, snake thing, like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. And then just seeing the pizza face part and just being like, <laughs> what? <laughs> in, in all the other three, like, hallucinations or whatever, he, like, takes the form of all these different, like, creepy monsters. But in the one instance, it's just, oh, no, I'm being terrorized by a fridge. And his pizza slice is the one that's delivering the lyrics. Yeah, it's just like, this, uh, this doesn't really work. <laughs> but, but you know, what I love about it is that, like, you know, when you hear the, the guy rapping and you see the visuals, there's this assumption that, like, yeah, the guy who's rapping with the pizza face, he totally approves of this. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> But we have no idea. Like, that guy could have read that verse like, this is the fiercest shit I've ever written in my life. Like, this is fucking power that I'm giving you guys. And they're like, what the fuck? A pizza face? Like, what? Pizza face. Is that is that what you thought needed to represent the, the struggle that I was trying to put into the song? Pizza face? <laughs> you also mentioned the, the Kendrick song. There was one other one that actually was brought to my attention. 
um, which is why it was a little late to the call. Mm. Um, a couple minutes ago, and, and we, we can always backtrack, but I wanted to bring up before I forgot, um, Jonah Hill directed Danny Brown music video for Ain't It Funny. Oh my god, I have to see this. <laughs> the beginning of this video is like the best thing ever. This should be on fucking like Adult Swim. <laughs> it, it totally feels like an Adult Swim short, yeah. <laughs> It's fucking too many cooks. Ah, yeah. Physical attention from older men makes me feel validated. I'm empty inside. <laughs> it only gets better. I just love the... Just, the, just the plea. The, just the understated plea. Just, please stop laughing. Like, he's like, there's no expression either. It's like not even looking at the audience. Please stop laughing. <laughs> I know it's ironic that I'm laughing, but... Well, we were talking about Danny Brown. We kind of skimmed over the Kendrick thing. Um, we can oh, go back yeah. to that. Have you heard? Have you heard it? Yes. Your boy gets down. Like holy shit! I, man, this man is walking on a tightrope that's like getting thinner and thinner. Cause like every time, you're thinking like, nah, he can't do it this time. <laughs> he can't. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's no way. <laughs> I remember hearing in an interview or a statement or something that he was basically asked, like, so is your next album going to be like To Pimp a Butterfly? And he was like, nah, I've basically said all there really is to say about about politics. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get back to the old shit where, you know, I'm just talking about personal shit. Then he drops this and it's like, well, maybe on second thought. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's like, OK, uh, that that's just a stupid question to ask him, first of all. Yeah, like, it really are is. Are you going to make the exact same album that you did last time? <laughs> Motherfucker, why, why does the that? Butterfly the last album sound like the last fucking album that I did before that? Obviously not. <laughs> In case you weren't catching on, the next one's going to sound different, you see. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I imagine why this is kind of just like a free-form single, because I highly doubt that this is going to be on the next album. Oh, yeah. It's just weird. I was just like... It just switches the fuck up. Like, it's just like, oh, oh, I guess this is happening now. <laughs> yep. Like, it is like, yeah, don't tell a lie about me. I won't tell the truth about you. My fans can't wait for me to sign your punk ass. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Like, it's like, I thought we were on, uh, uh, what's that Epcot ride where you're just going through, like, Tomorrow World. And it's ah. not really supposed to be exciting. It's just supposed to be looking and enjoying. Turns out we were on fucking Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes the fall, bitch. <laughs> you hit some fucking turbulent waters there. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> They fucking take your picture as you're, as you're listening to this single. <laughs> it's so fucking in your face. Oh, my God. And, you know, people are saying, oh, he's going at, um... He's going to Drake. There's nothing in here that I think that's obvious enough for anyone to say that. I, I Unless I'm missing something. Like, because the thing is, when people want to look for beef, like, they can always say, oh, see, when he says more, uh, more cars and more leers, see, Drake had a song where he was talking about how he wanted uh, cars and how he had a private plane. So, you know, you could make the connections. Like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> As if Drake is the only one who's ever rapped about material possessions. <laughs> I know. Like, do do people really... Like, is that is that the thing? That people just want Kendrick and Drake to, to beef? Why would they necessarily want two people to, like, actively not like each other? Like, does... Like, I know we get, like, and, and, um, we get entertaining diss tracks back and forth every so often, but, like, if you're a fan of the artist, wouldn't you just be like, nah, I just want to hear them, like, their shit. Like, why does it need to be a fucking well, diss track? I, I think this, it's part of the mythologizing that people kind of look for, right? Hmm. You know, people wa always want to think, if you're a fan of someone, you always want to think there's more there, you know? Like, yeah. he's not just talking shit. He's not just, like, shadow boxing. No, he's talking about you. And that's what makes everything so much more poignant. And it's like, dude, unless you're saying somebody's name for me, like, I mean, sub disses are cool, fine, but, like, unless you're actually talking about them, it's just a good fucking song. But uh, I guess some people just don't want to 
just feel like it could just be a good song. They have to be like, no, he's trying to take him down because everybody's trying to take down Drake, you know? Um, I mean, I guess. From from what you hear with Drake, you would think he has a fucking target on his back. Almost every fucking song he's talking about, you know, people coming after him. Even in, like, his pop songs, in that Rihanna song, he goes, yeah, you know... I got niggas trying to end me. When I was going back listening to um the Young Money album... Even in his verse in Bedrock, because girl, I gotta watch my back, because I'm not just anybody. Like, what? Even now? In 2009? <laughs> you're fucking like this paranoid about shit? <laughs> I mean, hell, uh, m- m- maybe it is like that. I don't know. He's kind of talking about, like, the earth, uh, the earthiest slash thirstiest nigga you know versus the scum of a land that transcends two surfaces. Just ripping on this, you know, the abstract, lyrical, and then he's like, don't tell a lie about me. I won't touch you, on you. And then fucking I'm blasted out. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna fucking destroy you lyrically. This is facts, nigga. And then halfway through, he's like, "What, what did you say?" He's like, "Yeah, I got so many verses. Wait, all right, oh, wait, I gotta write it. All right, that wasn't good. I got. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck with you. You're in denial. Wait, hold on. Oh, I <laughs> like, love that. Weird. I love the like, starting over. <laughs> yeah, like it's cool, but it's like it kind of like takes away from the idea of it being a diss track because like you know diss tracks aren't supposed to sound unconfident. <laughs> Well, maybe it just isn't necessarily. Maybe it's just kind of like just trying to be fucking real and raw like that. Dude, because when's the last time you ever heard anybody do that? Like that—that's pretty original. No, no, actually, you know what it reminds me of? Um, uh, Book of Rhymes. You ever heard that song by Nas? Well, I want you to listen to it. He's rapping on it, and he's just like, uh, it feels like he's legitimately just going like, "Oh shit! Oh hey, I just found this. Oh shit! I've been looking for this girl's number. Hey." <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, this is really, I really cool. Think that. And literally, he'll like be in between a rhyme, and he'll just be like, "No, nah, that was weak. <laughs> yeah, this one sucks. This isn't any good." Yeah, he really just does that. Just like, oh, now nah, must have been high when I wrote that shit. <laughs> 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 this can't be my book around. This bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, so yeah, guys, go check out Book of Rhymes. That was a good song. I wonder if that's what uh, Jizza was like when he was in that weird air duct with all his volumes <laughs> of writings. Just being like, oh man, this fucking whole book is trash. What, what is this doing in here? <laughs> oh, I need to skip to volume two. <laughs> <laughs> it was around about like seven fucking volumes since like his debut album. <laughs> you know how hard it was narrowing down seven books of songs for one album? The song about killing everyone in a room because somebody might have thought I was gay. That one barely made it in. Uh, this week on the Going Off podcast, reluctantly, originally, we checked out More Life. Moss. Mm. Moss Life. With that Spanglish. The new really? Drake album. Moss life <laughs> You're proud of that one? Mo- Moro life Oh, Jesus. Oh, we just want to start this one again? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just mean the whole fuck thing. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Going Off Podcast. Delete. <laughs> we, to- we totally did not just do embarrassing Spanish accents. Speaking of embarrassing accents, more life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's Drake's new album, and it's already a number one album. His seventh Number one album spending his career. Can you fucking believe that? Not really. (laughs) No. I mean, especially nowadays, like, what that entails, I'm not sure. I guess streaming. I guess it's streaming a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess that's how that all works now. An hour and a half, almost. Which, when I saw that, I was not happy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, oh, come on. It's like 20-something tracks again? Fuck, man. We just went through this shit on Views. I know you Drake stands are ready. You're at your keyboards, ready to type in, oh, uh, rap critic and muse, just a bunch of bitch-ass haters. They've already said it from last week. Have you looked at the comments from last week's episode? It was not well-received. Uh, uh, what, what, what did I call this album at first? I call it, uh, uh, Drake's UK Jamaican uh, Vacation. Oh, okay. Jamaican <laughs> like, Vacation wouldn't be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, alright, you know, it's just gonna be him. Yeah, yeah more tune for your head top. Your blood clot, rude boy. Uh, what's he going? <laughs> Surprisingly, not that much. No, no it was actually, there. Yeah, 
it 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 was um a lot more subtle than I thought it was gonna be. Or maybe mm. it's just because because it's stretched out over an hour and a fucking half. Maybe, it just doesn't yeah. you know. Uh, although there is that fucking more tune for your top, so watch how you speak on my name, you know? Like that keeps coming up and it's just like, okay, that needs to stop. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what the importance of that same oddly edited sample that keeps popping up because it just fucking cuts off so abruptly it feels really weird i was like so is it just gonna build upon that clip every other song like fucking (laughs) i I noticed (laughs) you was conflicted like we're gonna get that shit i don't know what the fuck free smoke is or why you had to say it with the little h in it free smoke free smoke i've heard that i've heard that a lot lately what was that other song the um spend it spend it I don't know what that's from, or why that's a thing now. Yeah, just adding H's to words now. I mean, luckily it was only in that one. Yeah. But yeah, it was but weird. It, I thought it was just saying free schmo. I like, thought I so like, too, until I looked at the thing and I was like, oh, free smoke. <laughs> what? Like, are, are you just saying you're just giving people, like, free, like, weed? Like, what does that mean? I didn't mind free smoke nearly as much as I did the second track. I, 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 I hate it, I was like... Once again, like the paranoia thing, like oh, ma- make sure you never have your phone tapped, dude. Is someone trying to take you down? Like I understand people not liking you. I got that. Do you honestly think someone is trying to, like, like oh, I, when he's saying like someone's trying to take me down? I, I think more like metaphorically. Oh, they're trying to figure out what I do so that they can like copy my style. You know what I mean? When I put out music, they're trying to like you know eat off of my flow and do what I do. The actual fucking IRS isn't trying to take you down, dude. What the fuck is up with this phone tapping stuff that he keeps trying to put out there? Obama wiretapped Drake's phone. <laughs> Ain't no other explanation. No. Nope. And then the and then the I drunk texted J Lo old number so it bounced back. So he's like, like he's bragging on this track, and then out of nowhere is I, I drunk texted J Lo old number so it bounced back. Anyway, Boy Wonder got that bounce back. Used to get paid for shows and front door money. Like, wait, what? Why, why did you bring up drunk texting J-Lo? Like, that's not cool. Like, that... <laughs> drunk texting a 47-year-old woman? Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> and then we get to No Long Talk, mm. which, I mean, you, you sounded like you about to hate on it, but I fucking loved it because gigs. Yo, I never heard of this guy before. But he's just so ridiculous. I have no choice but to love it. Yeah, Giggs is fine. Drake's with Drake with the accent, not as fine. Yeah, no, no. That that needs that to makes stop. it really hard to listen to. If it was just Giggs, who I'm seeing is half on the internet getting hate for quote fucking Drake's album up, while the other half is recognizing him as like one of the most popular up and coming like UK rappers that Drake is putting on. Uh, this album, and I'm glad he did. I'm glad that this, like, like you said earlier, the fucking U- UK invasion, Jamaican vacation, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm I'm fine with that because um, th- th- this album was considerably more mature than views. He even says later on, uh, I was a ya- I was an angry young man when I wrote views, and that was only like last year, but it comes across. And yeah. you look at this. I don't know if it's photoshopped or if he honestly got made up to look like an older gentleman for the album cover. There aren't nearly as many humble brags as there are on this album. And a lot of it's like a lot more personal shit that sure. At the end of the day, it's still Drake, you know, multimillionaire rapper, you know, seven number one albums, but it makes the troubles he's facing seem that much more realistic and personal and you actually kind of give a shit yeah like you like never did before yeah like there's something at stake for his life you right know? like this matters to him instead of oh i have so many problems but not really <laughs> like you know it's like god damn it <laughs> but um in fact he even addresses that on a later track <laughs> winning is problematic people like you more when you're working towards something not when you have it <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, like I, th- those moments of clarity are what I truly enjoy, where it's just like, you know, you have the persona of who Drake is, right? 
And that's you expect going into the album. But I, and that's how it is with every artist, you know, especially big name artists who have a persona that's out there. But then I love going into an album and actually hearing that they're like, they're self-aware about it. They know that you think that they're like this. You know what I mean? And then tackling that topic. That's what uh, makes an artist really transcendent, you know? I like how, in co- in contrast to Views, the two big singles, uh, One Dance and Controller, were, you know, your usual dance hall tracks. Wasn't really a whole lot going on there. You know, yeah. it was just some for Top 40 Radio. This album's big hit so far, uh, Fake Love, s- pretty much samples the beat to Hotline Bling and sounds a lot like it. Mm. And even samples that same weird Hanna-Barbera sound effect that we pointed out on the last album. Oh, yeah. That, that whoop, did happen. That weird whoosh sound effect. But even the subject matter of this one is, you know, I don't know who to trust. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Like, it's it's all steps in the right direction, in my opinion. He's putting too much into that. Like, when he's like, right up to my face. It's just like, they're showing fake love to me right in my face. It's like... Yeah, that's usually where someone's going to pretend to like you. They're not going to pretend to like you behind your back. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. We could have drawn that conclusion, Drake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's typically how it goes. <laughs> so it's just like, it's for like uh, okay, um, yeah, I, I, one would assume. <laughs> you know what I mean? He still so, does um, do a little bit too much of the singing on this album, though, too. I oh, gotta take yes, points off definitely. for that. So, uh, but getting back to gigs, gigs is very fun that that's what i'll yeah. say like that there, there was a lot more variation and i appreciated that in fact i would say the the more we don't focus on drake the, the better the album is yeah yeah <laughs> like it's weird it's like he might have a great album on his hands just by not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> it, it just should have been like drake presents ah <laughs> uh, yes you know the the jamaican uk invasion I mean, it, it even on the album cover calls it a playlist. Yeah, yeah. With uh, with gigs though, I agree with you. He is fun, and he is definitely a cool departure. What I worry though, I don't think I would be able to hang with a full album of gigs. Like he's he's good in moderation and he's good on this album, but I don't know if I could listen to a whole thing of him. <laughs> Man, get suckers. Let me test some. Yeah, then then maybe we stuck at some. Yeah, man, you know, we'll be sucking something. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he said, man gets rapping when we're sucking something? Like, okay. Uh, uh what? <laughs> you're, you're sucking something? <laughs> I, I, is there some slang that I'm missing out on? See, this is why I don't review, like, rappers from other countries, because, like, I might be complete. this might be the coolest fucking thing ever, but if you're saying, like, oh, man, we're sucking something, I don't know what you're referring to when you say that, and my mind's gonna fill in the blanks. <laughs> There's a lot of Jamaican slang thrown yeah. throughout. Uh, blem, that's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> just means high on marijuana. I'm blem for real. I might just say how I feel. Oh, are you gonna are you gonna tell us how you feel? You gonna tell us how you, how you feel, Drake? Is this gonna be the one song where you step outside of the <laughs> typical stoic-faced Drake and tell <laughs> us how you feel? Are you gonna get in your emotions for a second? Are you gonna indulge yourself? Come on, dude. And then fucking Lil Wayne at the end. How fucking useless was that? Lil Wayne just going like, yeah, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Oh, I'm wacky Lil Wayne. I'm here to talk about this album. Hold on a second. I gotta get high. And then he just never comes back. (laughs) (laughs) He's too blem. Like, dude, he just, yeah, he got too fucking, like, they edited out the fucking, uh, uh, hitting the floor that happened after he hit that joint just a little too hard. Blem AF. <laughs> like, he's like, hold up, I'm about to spit my first. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wrong blunt. <laughs> Passion Fruit, I really liked. Passion that Fruit, one... yeah. You know that, what the problem? That was a fun little poppy radio singly thing. Yeah, no dumb lyrics, just yeah. good melodies, great lines. You know, n- nothing that sticks out just to make you that makes you slap your fucking forehead and go like, oh, again. You know, it's just like a solid tune, and I think that's all I really want from Drake. Like, just make some solid tunes, and I and I'll and I'll rock with you. But my problem with it is, I think a lot of these Drake croony songs. 
Mm. My pro- personal problem with them is that they don't have a fluid enough line for you to excuse it. It just always feels like he's just improvising. And it's just like, dude, did, did you plan any of this out? Because if you're trying to make, like, hit songs, like, I don't know, it just feels too janky and disjointed with a lot of them. It's like, oh, they want to take my place, and oh, I, uh, I'm tired of this shit, and ah, damn, uh, oh, I'm so over this, and uh, I need to get this money. It's just like, dude, like, come on, give me a line. Give me something that I can, that's, that's a, you know what I mean? Give me a hook, give me something strong. And it feels like there's too many times where it feels like he's too in his emotions to really give me something I can sing along to. And that was one where it was just like, all right, I can just enjoy this and listen to it. Like, you know what I mean? What what I wish, because, like we said earlier, there aren't a lot of cringy, you know, facepalm lyrics throughout the album. They're, they're very few and far between. But as so are clever lyrics, there aren't a lot of lines on this album that I really remember, that really, like, stuck out to be like, yeah, that was clever, or, you know, that was actually kind of, like, witty. There was one line, and I forget which track it was, but it said, uh, I've been going through the seasons like I'm binge-watching. Like, oh, that, that was a good that line. that was a good fucking line, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, that was the one that really stood out to me. Oh, and Get It Together? Remember that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, oh, no, the Georgia interlude, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of these songs kind of run together, too, for me. Yeah, so you have that song, Sounds Beautiful. Then you have Get It Together, which is the Georgia girl again. I was like, oh, okay, so it's her again? All right. Uh, Wait a minute. No, no, no. The Georgia interlude didn't have her. No, no, it was just him rapping. Yeah, that was what was confusing. It was just like, yeah. Wait. <laughs> a lot of this. Yeah, it's just like, all right, so what was what? What song was what? Yeah, and I get confused because she's actually on the next track. <laughs> um, But so, like, she has her own song, and it's, like, really enjoyable. And then, honestly, he needed to be edited out of it because he kind of takes it apart. <laughs> like, I'm enjoying her just, like, in her mood and just, like, telling me about life. And then, you need me to get that shit together so we can get together. And I'm just like, why does it have to be about you, man? Why, why, does, why does it have to be about you? <laughs> Always. 4422 was enjoyable. Uh, yeah. Once again, Drake getting shown up on his own album. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, on like, that track was like, so does Drake even need to be here? <laughs> like, it would be better if he was just the DJ Khaled on his own album. <laughs> yeah. He's like, iconic. Sampha. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Bless them. <laughs> <laughs> They don't want you to have more life. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to give them more life. <laughs> Galchester is like, I don't take naps. I thought that was so weird. I was like, <laughs> like because like, that's, that's the whole line. I don't take yeah. naps. Like, uh, are we supposed to be impressed by that? <laughs> and apparently if you look on Genius, you click that one. It says like, Drake often makes reference to him not getting a lot of sleep. Like, oh, is that a theme? Because I know for the longest time we were giving him shit about sounding tired. Was that intentional this whole time? That was part of his fucking character arc? I need to sound like I'm tired because I'm doing so much. I'm putting in so much work. Oh, so that's sort of, that's supposed to be part of, like, the, the, uh, adding the gravitas. To, to how much work he puts in. I'm working so hard, I perpetually sound like I'm about to fall asleep, but I'm staying up because I'm working so hard to get this done. Nah, see, that's some fucking rewriting history J.K. Rowling type <laughs> shit where it's like, I'm just going to add some depth to this after the fact. And then he has another lyric where he's like, Virginia Black, I could go make enough money off that and not even rap. What's that? Facts? Like, he What's sounds confused. <laughs> Hey, was that facts? Like, I'm pretty sure he was trying to do, like, oh, did I just drop a bomb on him? But it just sounded more like he was honestly confused. Like, <laughs> he's pulling that fucking uh, little Uzi Vert, the, huh? What? <laughs> what? How does this booth work? <laughs> is, is there supposed to be this much foam in here? <laughs> um, then Skepta. Oh, dude. Dude, this dude was fucking my dude. Check my account, it's madness. Block that account, that's a catfish. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Dude, 
I enjoyed the shit out of him. Yo, he had these lines. Pussy O's tried to execute me. Died and I came back and spell a cootie. Don't phone me. Send a text to Julie. Over your man so unruly. And he says, I got the Austin Powers. A man's extra groovy. And then can I say, Portland, for as weird as the stupid penny whistle bullshit was, Quavo and Travis Scott outshined Drake. I think you're talking about Quavius? <laughs> Our Dude. boy Quavius. Quavius. How the fuck do you not go by that rap name? That's, that's a, a qu- sick his, name. That's his real name and you didn't go by that. Like, c- come on, man. You're, you're skipping out on a blessing. <laughs> that's a missed opportunity if I've ever seen one. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, Travis Scott. Quavius the Great. <laughs> Quavius the Great. No one would question that shit. I mean, Travis, he was okay. Quavo, though. I think Twav- uh, Quavo did a good job on this track. Again, yeah, b- uh, better than Drake on this one. I mean, Drake comes in like, my side girl got a 5S with the screen craft. She still texts me back when I tell her to, though. It's just like, dude, shut up. And he opened <laughs> with that, didn't he? Yes! Like, that's really gonna line. be like the, uh... Dude, what is it with you and just telling women, like, when I text you back, you reply immediately. It's like, or dude, I'm gonna... <laughs> what was that line? Or I'm gonna bring you back to the hood where you came from. Remember that song? Like, yeah. From Views? It was like, I'm, I'm gonna give you back to the hood. It was like a threat. Like, and that's the fucking <laughs> heart-melting teen idol we remember of the, um... You're gonna find your love. Yeah, he's gonna find your love and he's gonna find your heart. But if you don't fucking text him back immediately, he's putting you back to the, to throwing you to the fucking wolves where you belong. I don't care if your phone's cracked. We're going to the Cheesecake Factory and you better not make a scene. <laughs> but like, I thought he did a better job on uh, Sacrifices. I thought that song was kind of fucked up by the guests. Oh, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No? Y- y- Young Thug and 2 Chains once again outshined Drake on that one. See, yes. I thought he was doing fine. I didn't think it really needed uh, the guests on that one. It, it, it felt like it kind of muddied things, in my opinion. No, uh, I mean, Young Thug was kind of weird, but at least, like, That's I understood what he was saying. And that was some... weird. Yeah, I almost didn't even know it was him. <laughs> yeah, and what he was saying was, like, actually cool at points, the way he would take words and switch their meanings and switch the way he was saying them. I was like, holy shit, that's that's kind of clever, dude. <laughs> it's like, where the fuck was this guy on Slime Season 2? Yeah, for real. Why are you casting your pearls before swine with this one, man? Come on. I actually say Quavo and Travis Scott actually had, like, good verses. In fact, it seems like all the guests on here really brought their fucking A-game. Uh, like I said... Yeah. Like I said, I felt the same with uh, 2 Chains and Young Thug. I was like, holy shit, like... Am I hearing this wrong? Because I'm really fucking enjoying these songs, man. Like, fucking... I feel like every album we've listened to that's had 2 Chains featured, he normally does pretty good guest verses. Yeah, uh, uh, Quavo, Quavo, he says, I spent, uh, I spent a 50 on the chain. You spent your last 50. <laughs> when, when I saw people talking about Portland, people were talking about how, like, relatable it was... I, I don't really find no. most of what Drake sings about being relatable. Yeah, no. Being is how most of it is, like, from the vantage point of a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. A millionaire with too many women in his life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who has old phone numbers and can't distinguish if it's the real... If it's, if it's the current number of a f- another famous multimillionaire, or if it's an old one. Like it's, Those aren't problems I have. Yeah, and it seems like that shit would be really easy to figure out, but, you know, whatever. Like just Good think. Yeah, just hit him up on, I don't know, I'm sure you guys are on some, like, secret version of celebrity Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, Sacrifices I enjoyed. Uh, Nothing's Into Somethings was really short, but I kind of liked how that was, like, the point. You know, because he's like, you can't just leave it off that way, and then it just stops. <laughs> I feel like the less I read about Drake in uh, the genius annotations, like, the more I enjoy the songs. Because, like, when I'm just listening to it, I can make up the details myself, right? Like, when he's talking about, right. you know, the problems with someone that he loves. But, like, when they, like, explain, they're like, well, you know, he wanted to date uh, Serena Williams, but she decided to go date some billionaire who started Reddit or something like that. 
<laughs> and and I was just like, I was like, dude, this is like the sixth time. Like every time I look at the annotation, there's always some woman that he dated that that should have realized what a catch drink was. It's like, dude, it's like six women in like a year. <laughs> like slow your roll, man. Take some time to be by yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like love yourself. Like I can't have any sympathy for this guy. Like if this is like the 18th person since 2015 that he's been fucking giving his heart to and getting his heart broken by. It's like Jesus fucking Christ. And and he's like, how could you just tell? How could you just marry someone else without telling me? Like he, what did he say? He said, um, how are you just gonna engage? Uh, get engaged on me? How are you just gonna get engaged on me, huh? Without telling me? It's just like none of your fucking business. And it's like, this isn't the first album of this. This has been Drake for albums. So it's like, if you haven't fucking learned your lesson yet, <laughs> how much longer do you expect us to just fucking string along and just act like it's all normal? Yeah. He talks as if at the end of the album, like, he's going to be taking a break. Like, oh, I'm going to step aside for a minute. <laughs> yeah. But he literally just says, I'll be back next year. Like, no, it's not enough. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to go away for a while. 2018, like, ugh, fine, whatever, <laughs> all right. If that's a fucking vacation, a break to you, if that's going to fucking help your mental state, g- give your fucking, give you a rest, then fine. Just take it. Take care, Drake. <laughs> You'll thank us later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure nothing will be the same. But anyway, yeah. um, and you'll have a different view. Uh, So, mm. fucking KMT... Where he's like, hmm, love is not in my plans. I'm not even taking a chance. Dude, shut up. <laughs> like I said, the last eight songs have been you having your heart broken by like six different celebrities. Stop it. But like I said, like when I can just turn it off and just be like, this isn't about anyone. This is just in general. Like, yes, people get their inspirations from somewhere. But, you know, excuse me. I just want to listen to it and enjoy it. I can just enjoy that, you know, for, for a lot of these tracks. Some of these have the yeah. weak, weak sauce dance rhythms, but like enough of them are solid enough where I'm like, okay, I, I can, I can, I, I can vibe to this. And when he actually decides to rap about his life, dude, it gets fucking real. When he gets on to lose you, how you forget to fill up the gas on the road to riches? Too overly ambitious. Too late to fix it. Too late for condolences when it's over with. I need to start saying shit when I notice it. Be open with people I need some closure with. Be honest with myself and take ownership. I was like, oh my god. Is Drake growing up? Is our little Drake growing up? Is he becoming a well-rounded person? He says, uh, unforgiven times, but fuck it, I manage. Why is my struggle different than others? The only child is taking care of his mother as health as her health worsens and bills double. That's not respectable all of a sudden? I don't get a pat on the back for the come up? I was just like, yeah, you know, mm. like, I like that. It's just like, you know, there's shit that's going on behind the scenes that you guys are not, not, not noticing. I kind of don't like yeah. it. I was just like, how dare you not applaud me for telling you about this thing that, honestly, you wouldn't know about unless I told you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you'd stop telling us about the 700th time that you came up and that you're getting money and, and that you wear all your chains as a reminder to yourself of how rich you are. Maybe he gave us just one other story than I drunk... I drunk dialed strippers at 2 a.m. in the morning. Just give us some other fucking stories other than that. Dude, I totally rock with you. I want to believe that when I listen to an album, it's going to be like, yeah, sure, there's that persona outside of the music. But when you really listen to him, he's actually saying some shit. But it's like, and the thing is, I, I, I hear those moments of clarity a lot throughout the course of his career. It's just not consistent enough to be solid. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Oh, and then can't have everything. Or he's just dissing the shit out of... I mean, you can't say for sure, but I know he's talking about fucking Meek Mill. <laughs> oh, says, shit, really? It's just the way he says it. I wish he would employ this sort of... Uh, this sort of blaseness, like, that works with a purpose, you know? It's like, y'all fucking hilarious. Y'all really think y'all niggas teaming up is scaring us. Man, y'all niggas is arrogant. Y- 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 y'all sleep at the Sheridan. Man, all that shit embarrassing. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Tell you, big homie, I'm all for going there again. I'm like, oh Oof. shit, oh shit. The way, just the way he dissed is like, man, don't you sleep at the Sheridan? <laughs> the way he said it, y'all gonna sleep at the Sheridan? Like, like just so blase. Like, don't you sleep at like an affordable hotel? <laughs> <You're a> fucking <laughs> loser. Like, that's how you rich person brag. Like. <laughs> yeah 
you, you go to hotels that are affordable. <laughs> and, and then you just live fo- life practically. Yeah, and then just following it up with, man, oh, that's just embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Then Glow, man, I loved Glow. I was like, I was feeling about that. I was able to go back and be like, yeah, you know what, I. I believe in you guys. I want you guys to do well. It brought me back to 09 and 04 where I'm like, yeah, I hope you guys do it. Um, kind of sucks now because we got to see where they've gone, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and then there was the fucking since way back with fucking Party Next Door. Oh, my God, this guy needs to go. This fucking... The fucking half-mouth open singing. That shit can go. My mom said it was trouble like dun 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 dun. What the fuck is that? He doesn't even sing it like so that you can like know what it was a reference to. He just goes, my mama said it was bad news like dun 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 dun. Like it's not even like dun 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 dun. Like oh that that's the Godzilla theme. Or maybe dun 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 dun. Like oh oh that's the fucking Beethoven's fifth. You know what I mean? It's just dun 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 dun. It's like you're you're reminding me of a part that cut that made me eye roll earlier in the album. I think it was a gigs part where oh, he yeah. was like Batman da 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 <laughs> Batman da 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 like I was just like Ugh. <laughs> Especially because it ended a verse. I was just like really yeah, that, that was the end of the song. That was the uh, ta da moment. <laughs> <laughs> the da da moment. Yeah, that's what this was all building up to. See, leave, leave it to Party Next Door to break the theme that we were talking about earlier of all the guest verses bringing it and being on their A-game. There's <laughs> always got to be one. There's always going to be the party pooper, and it's Party Next Door. Yeah. Um, but I really, really, really enjoyed uh, Do Not Disturb. Yes. It was a great Do Not closer. Disturb is probably my pick for best of the album. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also someone tried to, like, make the excuse because, uh... Uh, apparently Giggs has, like, another song or, like, a remix or something like that where he uses that again. And I listen to it, and it doesn't even sound cool there. Like, <laughs> it's, just it's like, not yeah. even worth call ba- calling back to. Yeah, exactly. Batman swag. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, this, this uh, Fake Love, that was, that was another one where the melody felt like it was just getting interrupted, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, sometimes when we're talking, sometimes, ain't right when we're talking, it look like you hiding your problems. Really? Never wish I was solid. That's what they smile in my face. Whole time they want to take my place. Whole time they want to take my place. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel... Just chill out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't feel like it fits. Like, I understand you want to have uh, explosions of emotion, but that doesn't feel like the right time, you know? Uh, but I thought the album ended classy. Uh, do Not Disturb... Probably the best song I've ever heard Drake do. Yeah, definitely. This is like, this was one of those frustrating moments of like, so this is what you can do. Yes! That's the thing that's so annoying about him. It's yeah. not that he's a bad rapper. It's that no. I know he's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like the story of Lady Gaga back in the day when like, you saw how like she's classically trained in piano and how she has an amazing voice and it's like, why are you doing this shit all the time then? Like, yeah. you could do so much better. Yeah, the most frustrating artists are not the ones who suck. It's the one that you know are capable of doing good, you know? So it's just like, oh my god. When he talks about, like, buying his friend a fake Chanel wallet. <laughs> and she knew it was fake, but she just, you know, decided to let it go. <laughs> yeah, like, if if you're not going to be the kind of rapper who, you know sings songs that tell intricate stories and paint pictures or whatever. Just fucking tell personal stories. I'd be fine with that. I'd love that, in fact. I'd love to hear about, like, little tidbit stories that are fond to Drake and his friends, but we might not see the importance of, but they mean a lot to him. Like, that means a lot. Like, honesty and being personable and just personal on an album, like, that makes up for a lot of ground. Like, I didn't really care for most of the beats on the album. I thought it was kind of, like, a lot of it kind of ran together. Other songs, although they were just kind of boring. But just how honest he was, that made up for a lot of it. Yeah. And just honest without being smug. 
The problem with him is the smugness. It's like, oh, you just don't realize what I've done for you. It's like, shut up. No one wants to hear that. No one ever wants to hear shit like that. You know what I mean? No one wants to be talked down to by by their, like, favorite artist. Yeah, unless the point is that you're brag rapping and, like, you're legit just talking about other artists. Like, focus that yeah. more, you know? And I, I would love it a lot more. Uh, but it, it's just hard because there's the points, like I said, where he talks about, like, you know, where he said, like, oh, man, y'all doing that extra shit. All oh, that's just embarrassing. That's funny when he channels yeah. that for a proper thing. But when you're channeling it towards ex-lovers... It just feels like you're the problem. <laughs> and you don't know that you're the problem. And that lack of self-awareness is just annoying as fuck. Um, yeah, that, it's like all Hotline Bling was. Where it's just like, yes. dude, it's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And But again, it's the lack of self-awareness that makes it more annoying. Because it's like, if he knew it was him, that would make it enjoyable. Oh yeah, we've all been that person who is the person who was wrong. But it's like, when you don't know, it pulls me out of it and makes it just seem like, Okay, are you okay? Do you realize that you're being an asshole here? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's too ingratiated in that personality to, to really immerse yourself in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I actually enjoyed a bit of Ice Melts. I liked Young. I liked that Young Thug was on the chorus and didn't do a verse. Uh, but I, I, he just had weird points where he was like, I'm feeling rub rub. <laughs> like, the fuck was that? But then he was like... You need to give it up to someone before you end up like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) What the hell was that? You need to give it up to someone before you end up like, whoa. (laughs) You're just like onomatopoeically representing the sound of someone like falling off of a cliff as a metaphorical (laughs) representation of someone's life falling apart. Like, was that what he was doing? Before you catch yourself slipping and going, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That, maybe that's what he meant. Ten years down the line, people are going to be like, oh, the genius of onomatopoeia that young <laughs> right. Jeffrey uses. I'm going to give you the direct rating that I got from adding up all the songs together and then dividing them, mm. right? Right. The average. 3.909. Ooh. And I feel like that's that's good. I feel it's like, it's not average. It's above that. He's definitely, you know, moving out and improving and, and stretching out his sound to to be something new. You know, this is not Thank Me Later. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, right. It, it, it still has points where it, it has that same sort of lifeless vibe to it. But there's something different that he's reaching and grasping for um, that I feel like was expanded from uh, the Views album, right? Uh it took away some of the the self-satisfied smugness that littered that album uh, that was also filled with corny punchlines which made that self-satisfied smugness seem unwarranted. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so... But I I wouldn't say that I would buy it, you know? Like, because that four, I feel like, means that you would would throw down cash for it. And and I'm just not feeling that. But I... I want to give him way more credit than just being a three, you know? So it's just like, it's almost there. If you just, dude, just did some editing on this, man. 22 tracks. No. Stop yeah, trying. Yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah, stop feeling. It feels like he's like, if I, if it's really long, they have to respect it. And it's like, no. Cut this shit, man. You could mm. cut half of these tracks and have a solid fucking album. I could see myself downloading all these tracks and doing some editing work and getting a solid album out of this shit i personally not too far off i would do 3.5 hmm. I, I was dancing with 3.75 but it was like i'm not gonna kid myself i'm probably not gonna revisit this album all that much mm-hmm. so in the moment uh listening to it this week for the show it definitely exceeded my expectations i found myself enjoying it way more than i thought i was going to um, he's definitely, I mean, if the picture on the album cover is an indication of anything, he's maturing. Um, so I'd like to see where it goes. I'm hoping that this isn't just like a one-off. I'm hoping this is, this is kind of the, a sign of things to come for Drake, because I can definitely see him putting out something that would get like a four or so out of me, especially more along the lines of, uh, do not disturb and all of that. Because he definitely has the potential. 
Um, it just seems to be so much hanging on to, like, the... There need to be singles, you know. It's like, you're a big enough name at this point where I think Drake can get away with releasing an album that's kind of, like, self-gratifying... Um, maybe like marking out a little bit, get some, get some bigger, like, like rapper, rappers that like he idolizes on the track. You don't necessarily have to get the, you know, the young thugs and the two chains, like, like the big names right now. Um, not even to say that they really were a detriment or hurt the album, but you know, one of those vanity project, I'd like to see a Drake vanity project is what I'm trying to say. I, I mean, I'm not going to force his hand, but I, I, I'd like to see Drake cheer up. I'd like to see him lighten up. Um, so, I guess in in my four-word advice for Drake, it's uh, sing less, smile more. <laughs> <laughs> so, for all those people out there, oh, oh, man, here comes that Drake hate that we're looking forward to. Or, or maybe, maybe like, oh, here comes this bitch as it. No, no, no. Actually, I thought it was cool. Like, it's just to show you. Like, I'm not a Drake hater. Like, when something's good it comes on, man, I'm gonna give it props, dude. Yeah. Uh, the fucking polar opposite of views, which is so weird. Dude, how much you want to fucking bet? This is gonna be the album. This is gonna be the one where Drake sinks. Where where he... Oh, where, no. Where the people can't take it. <laughs> and they're gonna oh, be like, man. dude, fuck you, Drake. You've gone too far this time. <laughs> That's always how it works, isn't it? Yeah, and he's gonna be like, oh, okay, I'll go back to doing the stupid shit. <laughs> uh, or he just fucking falls off entirely. Dude, you know it's gonna... Or, yeah, it's gonna become completely irrelevant, all because we started liking it. <laughs> That's how it always seems to go. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Uh, I'm sorry, Drake. Oh, <laughs> uh, we jinxed you. <laughs> oh... Voodoo spell's been put on my life. It won't work. They all have tried. And it might work this time, because... <laughs> You've never faced an opposition like us. You've never faced the opposition of our support before. <laughs> this is gonna be the fucking death knell, dude. Uh... Say, say goodnight. Because <laughs> tomorrow, I bet you I'm going to hear about how everyone turned on fucking Drake and it was just like, what the fuck was this bullshit? <laughs> For the Going Off podcast, uh, we had a lot of fun this week. Uh, check out the new Gorilla singles, the new Kendrick single, the new Danny Brown music video directed by Jonah Hill, and the Drake album. I think you might find yourself uh, pleasantly surprised by what, uh, by what old Aubrey is bringing to the table. Uh, check us on our Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, YouTube, obviously. Old, and until old, next week. Old Obs Marley. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Is that because of the Jamaican accent? Uh, of course. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I want to hate that, but. It, it was too clever for being off the cuff and spontaneous, so I can't help but respect it. And on that note, for the Going Off podcast, I've been Muse. And I've been the Rap Critic. And, you know, look up whether or not a charity is reputable before you give money to it. Yes, it's good to be charitable on its own, but, you know, you want to make sure your dollar's going as far as it can to help people.